DSC Donald, in the electrical question and answer session in July, you told us that your policy address this year would place emphasis on people's livelihood issues. I'm glad that you finally recognized, though belatedly, that this is the core issue facing Hong Kong and affecting the governance of your government. Last year, I decided not to support the motion calling for a vote of thanks to your policy address because I saw little effort to fight against the aggravating poverty problem nor to help relieve the hardship of many underprivileged families in Hong Kong. It is unrealistic to expect you to solve these problems in your term of office. No government would be able to do that in a short period of time as there are deep-rooted structural issues to address. Nevertheless, as the leader of the government, you are rightly expected to show concern, understanding and empathy to these people and to take active initiatives to help them. In relation to your policy address this year to be delivered in October, Many advocates are raising with you housing and other livelihood issues. I won't repeat this here, but would like to draw your attention to a separate but related topic, tax. I really think we should not further reduce tax rates. I made this point to you when you came to the logical dismay to answer questions from councillors. The mathematics is obvious. When the government reduced profit tax rate and the standard rate applicable to high-income earners, each by 1%, effective from the year 2008 and 9, they are giving away approximately $6.1 billion annually. What could have been done with this $6 billion a year? Surely a lot. Let's look at some statistics. Over the past 15 years, Hong Kong's GDP per capita has increased by staggering 50-plus percent. But how has this improvement in income been shared? The Census and Statistics Department, for the purpose of the Household Income Survey, has divided households into 10 equal sections. Six years ago in 2004, the households in the lowest 10th section only made an average of Hong Kong $3,000 per month. The figure remained unchanged when the latest statistics were published last year. In other words, their income had not improved over the last six years. If we travel further back in time, the income for this household group in 1997 was actually $4,300. In other words, in 12 years' time, these households who have the least income are actually making 30% less money. In fact, there are nearly 190,600 households in Hong Kong which make less than $4,000 a month. That amounts to only $134 to support a family each day. There are another 4,800-8,000 households making less than $8,000 per month and 783,300 households making less than 12,000 per month. 
they accounted for 21% and 33% respectively of all the households in Hong Kong. Obviously, the poorer sector of our society has not had their fair share of the economic growth of Hong Kong, and many of them can hardly make ends meet. Let's take a quick look at some of the measures the government has put forward for these people in recent years. After years of hard lobbying, the government eventually agreed to subsidize internet access charges for poor school children, a total budget of 280 million over a period of five years, commencing from 2010, has been allocated. It will benefit 410,000 school children at an average budget of 56 million per year only. How about the disabled persons and frail elders? I would say they are literally begging for more residential care homes. Only in February 2010 did the government put forward a pilot scheme on home care services for frail elderies, a total sum of $55 million from the lottery fund, has been allocated to buy residential places for a total of 510 elders over a period of three years. Another pilot scheme was launched at the same time, to provide home care services to persons with severe disabilities, a total sum of 163 million, again from the Rotary's Fund, was earmarked over a period of three years. In its full operation, the scheme will serve a total of 540 persons. Currently, the total number of people with severe mental and or physical disabilities on the waiting list for places in hostels or care and attention home are 2,722, and the waiting period for such a place ranged from three years to 9.4 years. This is totally unacceptable. According to published statistics, there are over 1.2 million elders living in Hong Kong, accounting for 18% of the total population, and this trend is on the rise. The Housing Authority offered a senior citizen residence scheme in 2001, and since then has supplied a pathetic number of 567 flats. Even adding in the 1,950 rental flats for elderly people in North Pond and Tin Sui Wai, the supply is still very low compared to the 1.2 million elders we have. Have we been fair to our elders and disabled people? Surely a government which can give away 6.1 billion to business and high-income earners could do a lot better than that. The aforementioned use of lottery fund reflects the government's lack of long-term commitment to address the needs of the needy. C. Donald, the people of Hong Kong are looking to you to take bold actions and make long-term commitments to fight poverty and to address the hardship facing our people. The issues associated with an aging population also need to be tackled as early as possible. The people need more than just one-off giveaways. This year, again, the government account will end up with considerable surplus 
due to the buoyant property market. I'm asking the government not to reduce taxes, nor to hand out one-off giveaways across the board again. Hong Kong tax rates are already highly competitive, and any further reduction is not going to improve that by much. We do not need a government which takes short-term actions that might attract short-lived applause from the people. I earnestly ask you to come up with action plans to address the needs of the needy and to apply our hard-earned surplus to deal with our long-term challenges, like the aging population. If you need more time to engage the public to finalize the detailed actions forward, please at least earmark funds for such purposes, like what the FS, the Financial Secretary, did back in 2008 and 9 with regard to healthcare reform financing. Then people will know help is coming and won't lose hope. Finally, as you know, I moved a motion in Legical in July calling for the government to set up a tax policy unit to be staffed by local and international tax experts to assist the administration to critically review the existing tax system to enhance Hong Kong's competitiveness and to formulate fair and effective tax policies. What is the appropriate level of tax rate and how the system of taxation can be improved would certainly be subjects that warrant detailed examination by the unit. I do hope that you would urge your team to follow up on this motion promptly. Sincere regards, Paul.